Welcome to RiskWise, a show about money for Muslims, where you'll learn how to make smarter financial decisions without selling your soul. For the full experience, join us at no cost at riskwise.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ahmad Munawar. Assalamu alaikum. This is Saeed. Welcome back to RiskWise. Oh, Defender of common sense. Oh, I, I thought you. I thought you were going to streak. Forget. The streak is broken. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. Defender of common sense, Saeed uh, Ali. How are you today, this fine morning? Alhamdulillah, very good. It's raining outside. I love the rain. So, I don't know if that pick comes up on the mic, but I'm ready to go, man. This is a a great topic that we're going to start on today. Yeah, we mentioned last episode. We did a whole Q and A on the topic of credit card debt, and we had mentioned that this is. You know, easily one of the most common questions that we get oh, yeah. around debt reduction, credit card debt in particular, is clearly an issue for a lot of people. So we decided let's just step back and really lean into the topic. And we've actually planned an mm-hmm. entire series on the topic of debt. Mm-hmm. And today we want to focus on really the first and I hesitate to say probably the most critical step. Why hesitate, man? This is absolutely the most critical step. This is absolutely before we talk about strategy and implementation and, you know, how you mechanically do things, this comes first. I agree. I think this is definitely where the battle is won or lost. And that's on the topic of mindset, Mm -hmm. having the right mindset or the right attitude towards the idea of being in debt. Mm -hmm. Why is that so important, Saeed? So having this good mindset and this great intention when you first start on this path is important because it's one thing to get out of debt, but it's a completely different battle to stay out of debt. And in many people's lives, what happens is being out of debt is a moment in time and then they go off and spend on something else and then they're back into debt for, a, you know, in their mind, at least a pretty rational reason. And the people who are in debt right now and, you know, they have however much debt on their heads and they feel uncomfortable about it and they feel very bad about it. One of the big uh, mental roadblocks that happens right from the get go is people hate themselves for allowing themselves to get into debt in the first place. And that's wrong. So if you feel bad about the debt that you have, let go of the guilt that you place on yourself In the sense of it's not productive for you to hate yourself for being in debt. Rather, hate the debt as a separate entity outside of you. And you are the, you know, a person that you can rely on. We're going to talk about reliance as well that is going to help you battle this debt and win over it. It is the enemy. You are not the enemy itself. So, you know, don't blame you. You know, don't feel guilty to the extent that guilt and, and this happens very easily that when people feel guilty about something, they feel helpless and powerless. And we do not want that. You, I want you to feel powerful to change your circumstance here. Absolutely. Yeah. Obviously, it's important that you take personal responsibility. And that's, that's not what we're saying, that you shouldn't take responsibility. If you're in debt, you have to take responsibility for your actions, not by, you know, feeling pity and feeling sorry for yourself, but by taking the action required to get out of that situation. And the problem with a lot of the negative emotions that people experience when they're in debt that say there's referring to like guilt and self-pity and, and, and so on, is that those, those emotions are counterproductive and that they usually lead you to lean further into whatever the problem is. Yeah. So guilt and sorrow and self-pity usually lead you to um, perpetuate the actions that are causing the problem to begin with. 
So I, I have a good rule of thumb. I haven't run this by you, and I'm not sure if you'll agree, but I just thought of it. Okay. Because uh, I think the challenge is that a lot of people, they, they think that they have uh, an opposition to the idea of debt. Mm-hmm. But it might just be the amount of debt that's actually the problem or that's actually what's bothering them. Mm-hmm. So my rule of thumb is you should have a strong visceral... <laughs> I got called out for using that word too often. (laughs) I've never used it, so I can use it. Yeah, thanks. You should have a strong visceral uh, reaction uh, or opposition to the very idea of being in debt at any amount. No, that's a good. That's a good point. I, I think that's very important because I think for many people right now who have debt, being out of debt is an ideal to you know try and achieve. Whereas if I understand what you're saying, being out of debt should be like bare minimum baseline. And no matter what the amount is, whether you're in debt by $100 or $1,000 or $10,000, that visceral reaction, that opposition, that hate of being in that state should be there. And maybe it's worse. And I'm not saying it should be the same. Maybe it's worse the deeper you are in debt, but there should be a baseline um, desire to not be in that state and it should be strong enough to get you out of it. Yeah, that's a very good point, Ahmed. The the very baseline level of existence in your finances should be that should exist. Like that should just be a given, not an ideal. And if right now you you feel that getting out of debt, being out of debt, is an ideal to possibly maybe strive for one day, that's not strong enough, and it's not going to get you there. I agree with that for sure. So that brings us to why. Why do you want to get out of debt? Why is it important that you no longer have debt as part of your life anymore? And the why that you attach to being out of debt has to be really, really strong. It, it has to be stronger. The why you want to get a debt out of debt has to be stronger than why you want to spend money on whatever it is that you're spending money on. And I've seen many times, you know, young working couples, for example, don't have the time, effort, energy, know-how to be able to cook every day after work. So they tend to spend a lot of money at restaurants, going out to eat, getting takeout, you know, three, four, five times a week. And that eats into your budget significantly. Like buying prepared food from a restaurant uh, costs way more than making it yourself. Nobody can really argue against that, I don't think. So people say to themselves, well, I'm tired. Um, I don't know how to cook. Uh, I'm not near my parents. I can't get food from them. Um, and I don't want to starve. So, you know, I just want to need, I need, I need food. So let me go out to, you know, this restaurant and grab some food. And you know why I'm going out to grab food? I mean, yeah, I'm tired. I need to work. I need to get up early. Those are very strong whys. But if you have a really, um, you need to have a much stronger why when it comes to getting out of debt so that you are motivated not to spend money on those areas and you're motivated to pay off that debt. So why you want to get a debt needs to be very strong. And ultimately, as Muslims, stating the obvious now, that yeah. why needs to come from a place of a, of wanting to be right with Allah. Right. Right. Wanting to live your life in a way that, you know, obeys the rules of Islam and stays away from, from its prohibitions. And interest mm-hmm. is one of its obvious prohibitions that we all know about. And I'm not going to go in, I'm not going to go off on it, but it's, you know, it's, it's a serious, serious matter. And if you've read, you know, the Quranic ayat about interest, um, you, you know, you, you, you ought to take it pretty seriously. And I think people do. And that's, that's not really the, the, the issue. The issue is that, that, that has, 
you know, that often is not internalized into the why. And it's not what people keep front of mind. And and I think this is something that, that, that we are reminded of quite a bit in the Sunnah as well. There's actually numerous hadiths that speak to the importance of being free of need of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very clear objective of, of working and earning a living f- from, from the Sunnah. Mm-hmm. is the objective of being free of the need of people, i.e. not having to ask of people, not having to go into debt, and also being out of debt as an objective, right. uh, as a goal. And there's, there's several du'a. There's, there's one famous one. Um, that most people would know. It's Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan wa a'udhu bika min al-azzi wal-kasal wa a'udhu bika min al-jubni wal-bukhl wa a'udhu bika min ghalabat al-dayn wa qahri al-rijal. There's a famous prophetic dua that says, Oh Allah, I seek your protection from worry and grief and from weakness and laziness and from miserliness and cowardice and I seek your protection from the burden of debt. So it says not just from debt, says the burden of debt and um, from being controlled or overpowered by men right and those are connected right? Uh, right that when you're in debt and this is I think this is you know fundamentally the issue with debt from an Islamic perspective is that debt is a form of servitude right when you're indebted to someone or some institution you are in a, in a form of service towards them in that you're paying off that debt. You're restructuring your life to pay off that debt. You're you're making decisions based on that debt, um, and it's it's a burden that weighs on you until it's removed. And Islamically, we don't want to be indebted to anybody. We don't want to be in a state of servitude to anybody except for Allah. Exactly. And that that's an ideal that we you know we ought to aspire to, and we need to internalize that into our why and into our intention for why we want to get out of debt and stay out of debt. Yeah, absolutely. And because so this is why debt at any amount, we should have a very strong opposition opposition to whether it's $100 or $1000 or $10,000, that you know, that internal visceral reaction needs to be there. Exactly. And this is the part where we, we kind of touched on in the very beginning that getting out of debt is one thing, but staying out of debt is another. So, you know, if you come into some money and you uh, get out of debt, it's very easy to go back into it. And actually, I have a great story about that. Well, it's not such a great story as much as a, an applicable story. Um, I had uh, this client uh, that had quite a bit of debt, married couple, four kids, um, had about $40,000 in, in, in consumer debt. So they had credit cards, line of credits, that kind of stuff. And um, we met so that they can learn how to reduce what it is that they owe. And we created a debt reduction plan. You know, we met, created a spreadsheet for them. And we'll talk about that uh, next episode, inshallah. Um, And we figured out, okay, this is how much we need to be doing. This is where it needs to go. Um, And, you know, if we follow this timeline, you should be out of it in something like, it was like 16 months, less than 20 months that they would be able to crawl out of all of it. so, you know, that's the path that they started down. A few months later, um, they call and they say, okay, uh, we have good news. We're actually out of debt way ahead of schedule. Um, so I go down, we meet, and I realize that the reason they're out of debt is because two um, relatives, like aunt and uncle, um, different sides of the family, had passed away and left them each a small amount of money, but it was enough to pay off all of their debt way ahead of time. It was great. It was a it 
there's a great meeting. It's like, man, this is amazing. You're out of debt sooner. Like it's the bonanza that I think anybody who has debt kind of wish you don't wish for the death of a relative, obviously, but that an influx of money unexpectedly from outside just comes into your life and pays off your debt for you. I mean, who hasn't thought that when they were in debt before that if only like, you know, money just happened to fall on my lap that eliminates my debt magically, wouldn't that solve all my problems? Well, so that meeting, we decide, all right, so we're going to, we don't need to pay off this debt anymore because it's gone. So all that cash flow, we're going to direct towards investments because they needed to build their goals. And, you know, four kids is not cheap. Um, and then we go off. Everybody's happy. Uh, six, eight months later, I get another call and they're still like, okay, we need to meet again um, because a situation for finances has changed. So I go, we have a meeting and they're right back into debt. Another 40K. Magically, almost the exact same that they had just paid off, they got right back into debt a few months later. So getting out of debt is one thing, staying out of debt is, is, is another. And for them, the reasons why they got into debt again made complete sense. You know, mm. they were, they had directed so much cash to pay off debt that they felt like they were withholding from all these things that they wanted. So once they were out of debt, they started buying it. But it just took up all their money. So there was renovations that they did. Um, there was uh, a family vacation to Disney World. And again, four kids, Disney World, into the math. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty expensive. <laughs> and they were right back into it. So it's one thing to get out of it. And if you're hoping for that bonanza, realize that that's not going to be the end all be all. Yeah, it'll get you out of it. But unless you get your mindset right, you could very easily get back. Well, and this is why we keep talking about being opposed to the very idea of being in debt because if if you've been in debt then you probably got used to it right right oh yeah yeah generally absolutely. people that, that that are in debt and struggle with that it, it's not that they've been in debt for like a month or two because that wouldn't be a big deal they can get out of it fairly quickly and and, and it couldn't have um it couldn't have accrued to be a large a too too large of an amount right. but if you've been in debt for a while which is usually the case for those who struggle with debt then it kind of becomes normal and that's the danger is that it becomes normal. You get used to having that debt. And while you may want to pay it off and you may have an intention to do so and you may have strong reasons to do so, it's very hard to not get comfortable and not get used to being in debt. Absolutely. And when you get used to it, the real danger is that your baseline changes. Yeah. So being $40,000 in debt becomes your new normal. Mm -hmm. And you pay the minimum payment. Maybe you pay a little bit more than the minimum payment and you have like a debt reduction plan and like you're working the plan. But that still becomes your normal. And then when you get out of it, then it's like you feel good. It's like yeah. you're, you're no longer baseline. You're now a step up because you're zero debt. And that's that's somehow uh, an accomplishment. Right. But then when something comes up again, like the kitchen renovation or Disneyland or, you know, whatever, whatever you can rationalize, then it's like, well, I have some room because I'm now a step up from my baseline. I'm not mm -hmm. at rock bottom. Right. That's that's really the question. Right. What is rock bottom for you? Mm -hmm. Rock bottom should be no money, no debt. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, rock bottom is a forty thousand um, dollar credit card bill or and line no, of credit, and no money, and no money. That's that becomes rock bottom. That's that's I, I really like that happen. I, I, you know, once once in a blue moon, you come up with a really good idea, and uh, or, or maybe once every couple of minutes, more like it. <laughs> Ahmed, the 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 creator of ideas. I'll have to work on that one. Um, but no, I, re I really, really like that because you're right. Rock bottom for so many people is maxed out credit cards and maxed out line of credit. And that shouldn't be, right? That shouldn't be your rock bottom. If, if it's when you hit there, then you make 
the drastic changes to, you know, control things and to try and, you know, somehow mitigate that disaster. And that's your rock bottom. No, that's a very, very low, low bar. Rock bottom should be, wow, I have no cash left. That should elicit that reaction. No cash left and maxed out credit cards and maxed out line of credit. That, that shouldn't be rock bottom. That should be like, you know, mandatory rehab at the Betty Ford Clinic. So let's let's bring it home, Saeed. Here's the bottom line. If you're in debt and you've got a problem with debt and you want to get out of debt, you have to go 100% all in and dedicate everything you've got to the process of getting out of debt and staying out of debt. What does that mean to you? It means all in right now. Not all in, you know, when I get a raise or get a new job or, you know, when I get a part-time job or when this happens or when that happens, then I will be all in at some future date later. No, all in now. So that means that we're not going to wait until you start getting paid more. We're not going to wait until, um, you know, your birthday has been passed and you got the gift that you wanted or you got yourself the gift that you wanted. Uh, You don't wait until... Uh, I know many, you know, being Muslims and us having large families and, and friend groups, summertime can be an expensive time because it's wedding season. Um, so many people, you know, put off any idea of financial, you know, getting ahead in their finances for the entire summer or for six months of the year because of that. And that, you know, really inhibits your ability to get out. I mean, you've got to be all in on this necessary goal, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. Any final thoughts to add? Yeah, man. Um, Rely on Allah. Make dua. And really rely not just on yourself. And it's not just on you. You have Allah to be your ally that you can supplicate to and ask for help. uh, And ask for change in mindset. Ask for opportunity. And ask for Allah's help in any way and shape or form that's possible. And I think that's the hopeful end. Hopefully. Hopeful end. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I think that the mistake that people make when they're in these situations, not just that, but any kind of uh, troubling situation or difficult situation is that we tend to rely on our actions and ourselves. Right. Like I can 100 percent, like 100 percent right? on me. Yeah, yes. I can totally do this. It's all on me. Uh, I can work the plan. I can get out of debt and I can achieve this. But ultimately, we are, you know, we can feeble human beings and we're created as such. And we can only do that if, you know, with Allah's permission and with Allah, Allah's help, um, you know, right? So seek your reliance from Allah, seek your help from Allah and with a sincere intention. And if you take the steps, because there's implications to that, right? If you have a sincere intention, if you're truly sincere, then you'll take the steps. You'll be all in. Right. That's the mark of a sincere intention is that you go all in. If you can't have a sincere intention and then willy nilly start paying off your debt a few bucks a month here and there as it's convenient to you, that, that, that doesn't work that way. When you have a sincere intention, then you go all in. And if you go all in, and inshallah, Allah will, will, will help and will sustain you and will support you in your efforts. Inshallah. Inshallah. Saeed, thanks again. And looking forward to the next, uh, I think we've got a few more planned on debt where we're going to start really getting into some of the mechanics and logistics of debt reduction and, and give people some really practical strategies and tips. Yeah. So I think next week, inshallah, we'll talk about a debt reduction plan, what that is and how you can make one. 
Excellent. Looking forward to it. If you are not yet on our email list, you're going to want to get on there. That's where we send uh, an email every single week with the latest episodes on the show. Head on over to riskwise.com. That's R-I-Z-Q-W-I-S-E.com and sign up uh, for the email list there. If you're listening on iTunes, we would really appreciate a rating and a review. Um, So please do that as well. It helps us get some more exposure for the show and and hopefully Mm -hmm. have other people benefit from it. Absolutely. And if you have questions, we do an entire installment on the weekends called Ask RiskWise, where we dedicate an entire episode to answering a listener question. If you have a question, send it to us. Uh, You can email us at team at riskwise.com or go to riskwise.com forward slash ask. Absolutely. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much for listening. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.